you have to become an embodiment that you believe that those things are not just possible and available, but they are inevitable, that you are the creator of these things, right? Everybody. My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Hi, Kelsey. I'm stoked to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Mm, you're so welcome. So I'd love to have introduce yourself a little bit of like what you're about and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Amanda Merritt. I am an international coach. I'm a speaker. I'm writing my first book now. I'm a founder of Soul Mastery Coaching Certification. I love your little dance there. Kelsey, so cute. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, so I'm a spiritual life pretty much and business coach, but I train coaches too on how to become coaches and how to grow a profitable business. Mm. Um, so I obviously have my own story on how I've gotten to where I am today and really like my intention to share with your audience, no matter where they're at in their life or their business or both, it's knowing that truly anything and everything is possible. Cause when I share my story, they're going to feel that, to know that, to understand that and to see like how I've literally gone from nothing to now building a multiple six figure spiritual business through the power of, of the fem, really the feminine energy and also taking action and all that too. But, um, it's my jam. Oh my gosh. I'm so yeah. excited to be yeah. in this conversation with you <laughs> and to be like, I'm already like right when you're talking, like I was getting goosebumps of just like being able to have conversations with people that truly do believe anything is possible. Cause I yeah. think that so often you see it on a meme, you see it on Instagram, you see it on online or in conversation or people say, you know, anything's possible, but to fully be embodied and live in that, truly live that, you know, how, what has been your, what has been your journey? And I love that you real quick. I love that you said embodiment because that feels important to talk about today. It's not so much as having that mindset and you have to believe it with every cell in your body. You have to feel it. You have to become an embodiment of anything is possible. That's how you will experience that in your life, right? Same with abundance, same with love, same with like having time to do the things that you want to do in your business and your life. Like you have to become an embodiment that you believe that those things are not just possible and available, but they are inevitable that you are the creator of these things. Right. And so, gosh, my journey started Probably my spiritual journey awakening began probably a decade ago or so. And really what woke me up the most was, you know, I was climbing the corporate ladder, doing all the things, checking all the boxes. I worked in corporate staffing. You know, the moment I entered corporate, I'm like, I will climb to the top of the ladder to management. And I did. I got promoted like five times in four years or some crazy thing. And I was pretty much married to my job. And at the same time, my, my dating life was a hot mess. And how it was a hot mess is I pretty much dated all the wrong men because I didn't know my value. So I was accepting far, far, far less than what I desired for love. And you couldn't even really call it love because it was, I was just found myself in so many unhealthy patterns. So going through both of these at the same time, you know, climbing a ladder and then feeling like my, my love life was a hot mess and not knowing my value, not knowing my worth. I, 
got, I hit this moment. I'm like, is this all that there is to life? Like climbing the ladder, I'm not fulfilled. Like the, the, every promotion, I just want the next promotion. And at the same time, like I'm feeling unfulfilled, unloved and not enough here. Is this it? Is this all there is to life? Cause I can't do this anymore. And it's like the moment I started to kind of cry out and ask that question, things started to appear for me. Books started falling off the shelf, you know, self-development books. And I started just seeking. I've always been fascinated with angels and the angelic realm and that there's more to life than this. Like I've always known that deep within me, that there's something bigger, something more than, than me. And long story short, you know, I had a moment where I was dating someone and I had this epiphany after it was kind of an on and off experience where I saw him with, with another woman. And I had this moment of, this is it. Like, I am so fed up. I'm not doing this anymore. I am not doing this anymore. Like at all. I'm taking radical responsibility for this. Like I had this wake up call that this isn't about anyone else outside of me. This is about, this is a me thing. This is a me thing. And I went on a radical journey to really learn how to love myself, which we hear a lot being bounced out there, but it's truly the key to every single thing is, is coming back and learning how to fully love and embody that love for ourselves. That's when we'll give ourselves permission to dream bigger. That's when we give ourselves permission to follow our hearts and our dreams. That's when we give ourselves permission to only accept best and to not settle in our lives. And so, yeah, one thing led to another, and I, I just felt so called to share the message. So I started to started a blog. I started a spiritual blog. And then, long story short, because we'd be here for days if I told the whole story, people started asking how they could work with me. And this was, this was back in like 2013-ish. So this is, it's been a while now for me, um, depending on what you think a while is. But coaching wasn't a big thing back then. And, but I just felt so called to help people. And so I started look, looking into it and I, I took a certification of my own and I just didn't feel like I really got like much at all from it. So I decided in that moment that one day I would have my own because that's kind of how I am. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna <laughs> master, I'm going to just do it myself. Um, and so my clients were getting amazing results and then they were asking as time moved on um, how I could help them grow their business. And I'm like, oh, universe wants me to do this now. Universe wants me to help women to grow their businesses now. Oh, the universe wants me to actually take everything that I've learned, train people how to be powerful coaches, and then help them grow the business. So anyways, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Before all of that evolved, before I started coaching on business and all that, I had this moment where I actually like leapt out of my corporate job with no money saved because I was also all sorts of effed up with money, by the way. I have to point that out. <laughs> all sorts of effed up with money. Even though I was making money, I was spending all of it and I wasn't saving and I wasn't, it was, yeah, it was kind of a, a shit show. And I'm sure people are, that are listening to me can also relate with that as well. Um, and, and self-worth really like boils down to money and love and all of that thing. And if none of that's flowing, there's a worth thing happening. And I had a moment where I literally had five cents in my bank account. Kelsey, I know I, I shared this with you the other day, five cents in my bank account when I was in a coffee shop after I left out of my corporate job, had some success right away and then got down to that such of a low place. And I realized in that moment I had, I had a decision to make. I could either shrink and go down this story and go get a job somewhere else and say it didn't work. Woe was me. Or I could choose to know how supported that I will be that I could choose to know that this is when it gets to work 
that I could choose to rise instead of shrink. And I, so I did, I chose to rise and I actually kind of like laughed in that moment. I'm like, well, this is really effed up. And I don't know really like what to do here, but something's got to change. And this is going to be the moment. I swear this is going to be the moment that it all changes. And I took time to get into my heart, which we can talk a little bit more about as well. And took time to really get into service. I took time to ask, how can I show up and provide value in this world, really, and not worry about receiving money and knowing that I'm just going to be taken care of when I, when I show up and I get my little buns in service, you know, and expect to be supported, expect that it's going to show up, expect it. And two and a half weeks passed and I had a $20,000 month. I snapped into that my heart so much into in so much alignment, which I can talk more about that. I had $20,000 a month. Then the next month I had a $40,000 month followed by a few other high end months. And in four and a half months, I had six figures booked in my business when I literally had five freaking cents in my bank account only a few months before. And everything shifted in an instant. And it wasn't because some force outside of me said, oh, you finally have struggled enough. Here you go, Amanda. It was a me thing. It was me. It was me. It wasn't anything outside of me. Mm-hmm. I love I, how you said that, that like I finally struggled enough. Because I do think so many people will have this like, when is it my turn? Or like as if there's like a big break. And like you saying that there was a sudden like turning moment and change like, I'm sure though you still showed up day after day after day, like oh, yeah. effort, right? Because I think yeah. that when some people hear that, there's kind of this like, oh, well, when's my flip of the coin going to happen without yeah. realizing the radical responsibility? So like, can you give a little insight as to like what behind the scenes, like that was radical responsibility looked like in order to create that type of result in your life? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. It was stepping off the wheel, stepping off the mind loop. I just did this on my Instagram stories, actually like right before this. This is so funny. Um, So I just did a story on this about stepping off the loop, that loop of it's not working out. It's not working out. See, look at all this evidence. It's not working out for me. It's not working out for me. No one's showing up for me. No one wants my services. No one wants to buy my shit. No one likes me. No, I'm not enough, right? It's no, I am not available for this anymore. I am jumping off this wheel. There are people out there who need my services. This is not about me. I'm making this about me. I'm making this about me and it's okay. Love my human self because she's scared that her needs aren't going to be provided for and all that. And that can bring up all sorts of scarcity stuff for a human self. Right. But I'm like, I'm so much more than this physical body. I'm so much more than this human mind and this human body. And I know that there's a force outside that wants to support me, but I need to show up and I need to do it from the heart and not worry about that so much, right? Because I'm focusing on what's not working, what's not moving the lack. And that's what is being continuously created because I'm in that energy. And so I let me just try to be in this energy and actually embody it and own it and, and immerse myself in that in service, in love. And that's the energy of abundance. The energy of abundance is being in your heart. And so I still showed up, of course. And I, at the time I had thousands of followers, you would have thought I was like, shit was popping and it wasn't. And so I can tell you very clearly that doesn't matter how many followers you have or this or that. It's a you thing always. Energy, it's a you thing. And so I align myself with my heart. And what does that look like is I got so on fire with my message and what I was sharing and how important it was that I, I ran like my feet were on fire 
but with my heart. And so everything I shared, I wasn't trying to calculate how I could get a client or how I could get this to work for me. I just showed up and I was fully authentically myself and I shared from the heart and I stayed in that energy of, no, I know that I'm going to be supported as I, as I embody this, because this is the true energy of abundance, right? Is showing up from your heart is asking, how can I serve? How can I be a blessing to others? How can I actually from a place of abundance be that? And because I was embodying so much abundance with sharing my message and my light, people were attracted to it. It's like, I'm being shown like a moth to a flame kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, right. Where it's like, they feel that from you and, and they feel so much love and abundance coming from you that they can't turn away because that's what people are craving. And so that's when it started rolling in and I'm like, Oh, I get it. I was making it so freaking hard before trying to figure this out when all I had to do was be the light, be in service, be in my heart, show up from that place of really deep, deeply desiring to heal this planet and everything that I need is secondary, but it showed up in abundance. Mm, that's so beautiful. And it yeah. sounds like you activated the abundance within you. Cause I hear so often people use abundance in reference to only money and abundance is so much more than that. And like kind of placing the outside of themselves versus realizing like we are abundant. We are abundant. It's just using that abundant energy versus yeah. like needing to create abundance. Right. Yeah, exactly. It can flow so much more effortlessly when we are just already being that ourselves. So we're feeling experience like, so your external reality was changing rapidly because your internal spiritual reality was expanding, ascending, upgrading. Did you ever experience imposter syndrome with your human side being like, whoa, hit the brakes. This is scary. Whoa. Oh my God. Like, did you ever, cause like I've had that happen so many times throughout each time of like new thing where I could feel this imposter syndrome of who am I to do this? And I kind of have like a dance back and forth. You know, have you experienced that? Yeah. So you mean imposter syndrome syndrome more so of just like, um, I'm not enough to be sharing this message or I don't have it perfect. So I can't share it. Is that like what you, what you mean? Well, imposter, I guess like for me, it, it means something different, like whatever it kind of means for you. For I think the times I felt imposter of like, am, am I, am I fully qualified to be doing this? Yeah. You know? yeah. And then yeah. creating that new level of self-love. But I know that like different people approach it differently. Yeah. So like for me, like whenever I'm helping someone through something like that with imposter syndrome, it just kind of goes back to the importance of the message, the importance of knowing. And for me, like, well, this would take us down to probably a whole nother conversation. It's about knowing how valuable what you share in the world is. And it's knowing that there might be like 50,000 people that are literally, literally like 10 steps behind you. Like, and you are qualified to help those people who need you the most from where you are at today. So to be honest with you, I don't feel that quite as often just because, just because anytime that comes up, it's like reminding yourself to get back into your heart and get back into service because people could say the same message 50,000 times, but they need to hear it the way that you say it. They need to hear it the way that you came here to express it. And it's just knowing that like each of us came here to help the world heal. And anytime like we make it about like, am I good enough or this or that? Like we take ourselves out of service 
right? We take ourselves out of service because for me, like I allow divine to work through me, through me. So I don't even have to feel like I'm at a certain level or that this or that needs to be in place. It's like I move aside and I allow divine to work through me as an intuitive, right? And so I let go as best as I can of what my mind is saying. And I allow my heart to just lead and guide with that. It's not about like, and I know a lot of people struggle with this. Am I good enough? Or I'm not, I'm not where I'm at, where I feel like I can coach or teach or lead people. But if you feel that pull, that desire within your heart, that's exactly what you should be doing and sharing in the world. And you are, you're enough because you are literally an extension of source, which means to me, I get shown this all the time. It's like, imagine that source, God, spirit, universe, whatever you believe in is this giant, massive tree. And you're literally a branch on the tree. You are a part of this tree. You are an extension of this tree. And you're literally an angel on this planet that is sharing this greater message, right? That's helping people. And so what really helps is to get out of the questioning the self, right? And get back into service and say, you know what? I'm going to show up anyway, and I'm going to trust, right? The people who show up on my path that I can serve and help them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have shown up on my path. And I wouldn't have this desire in my heart if I wasn't ready now. Mm-hmm. Mm, snaps. snaps. <laughs> so good. So good. And there's something that you said, too, about knowing, like, I, and I, first off, I love the tree analogy, too, of being that extension of source energy, that extension of being a part of it as versus, like, am I good enough for it? Is it, it's all one. It's all like this collective energy. Cause I yes. love because the branch, cause then it points out too, that there's all these other branches that are the people around us. Yes. Like we're all a part of each other, not individual and like separate. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. And so being able to drop into that heart space, you know, where things are able to flow, like that really is the essence of like the feminine leadership that we talked about before of being able to be with a current of like heart energy versus pushing to make something work. Right. And I think that that's kind of a masculine structure that has been in place. And I think that's what we all learned too, as like show up, get it done, keep pushing, don't stop. You know, this very like masculine structure to approaching like life really, you know, it's kind of like reprogramming how we approach life because we aren't really taught to, to surrender to the outcome and to trust the universe. Like it has to become a choice. Yeah. I agree with that so much. And we have been taught to push, to hustle, to grind. And that's what equals the result. But when I was doing that, I wasn't getting results. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting results. At all. Our stories are very, very similar, you know, of like reaching this point of like, what am I doing? My love life's a mess. Like I was in like a very like narcissistic relationship before I even knew what any of that was, you know, like all these different things. I realized the role I was playing. And a lot of my transformation happened when the self-forgiveness started of being like, kind of how you said, yeah. um, what did you say? This is a me thing. This is a me thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like owning that responsibility. So I love to hear actually, like, how do you play with that heart energy to be able to co-create, right? Because it's, it's co-creating with the universe, co-creating with spirit. Do you have like a ritual or a process? You know, like, what does that look like for you in, the, in, in Amanda's world? Yeah. Well, I think sometimes we tend to overcomplicate all of this so very much. And when we get back down to, um, when we get back down to it, it's actually pretty 
damn simple. <laughs> We're looking for like this magical, mystical, like thing that I can do. And like to, you know, with all the bells and the whistles process, the first step into that, to into your heart is to, I, this is part of what I teach too, is to find what gets you into your heart. So here's an example for me. Think about something that makes you feel so good inside. Think about something that makes you so happy and so filled with love. So like in the morning when I'm doing my morning practice to get myself into my heart, I think about what, well, what would get me into my heart today? Maybe it's my little nephew's face or a message he sent me that singing happy birthday, or maybe I think about my dog and how she wags her tail in the morning and how much I love it. Just to jump my, to initially be like that intercept, interception to get me out of the mind loop is let me turn it back to what feels really good and start to um, let things snowball from there. Ooh, what else? What else is going right in my life right now? Or start to think about things that I'm so grateful for. Oftentimes what really gets me into my heart is taking a zoom out from life taking a step back from this human experience and seeing, wow, life is so magical. We're literally souls who have been dropped in this skin suit to grow, to expand, to learn, to enjoy. Like I've chosen my parents. You've chosen your parents. You chose your life lessons. You chose what you would come down here to learn and to grow and to expand into. You know, every day is an opportunity to remember that there's so much more than just like the story that we're living today, right? Like there's a, this big tapestry, there's this big, there's this big force that is guiding everything. And so I remind myself of that. I step out of my human limitation and existence and I say, wow, life is really magical, you know? And I get back to the basics. And from that space, like for me, because I, you know, have a business where I'm in service to the world, I'll even ask myself, who can I serve and show up for right now with no expectation? Like just because I desire to. And so I'll like whip out my phone and I'll text like messages to people when I feel inspired to. Or I'll give a really heartfelt response to a DM that maybe like yesterday I didn't have time to answer. You know, and I get into my why. Why am I doing this work in the world? Why? Because I used to struggle so much. And if I don't show up, then those people don't get the change, right? And so I start to shift into that, into feeling good, and then into my why and into possibility. And from that space, I can bridge myself into a vibration of, oh my gosh, life is so magical and anything truly is possible, you know, and people need the work that I have to share. And if I don't show up for it, then they're not going to change, you know, and from that space, I'm like, I'm not okay with that person struggling over there that I see struggling. I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with this person who's sit, sitting in her cubicle like I was years ago, wondering what she's doing wrong, why she can't attract a man who sees her worth, you know, why she can't figure it out with money. Like she's feeling stuck. Like I'm not okay with that. And I must do something about it. Right. And so like, then my heart is like all on fire. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And that like kind of loops back with something that you said earlier of it's not about me. Because when you're in this state of service of like, oh my gosh, there are people out there that are struggling right now. It's the exact thing that I know the answer to, that I know like the way in which to like create satisfaction. Yeah, it does become almost like this spiritual obligation. But obligation doesn't feel like the right word. It's almost a commitment, like, right? It's like a, a commitment, a devotion. 
a devotion. devotion. Yes. That's, that's a the word that yeah. like rings true for my heart and just opens me up. When I started shifting from discipline to devotion, that was like a whole new world. That was like, oh wow, this feels so much different because everything with my business as well is like, what feels really good? You know, like what turns me on? Like yeah. what life turns me uh-huh. on? And it's almost, but like not in like a, in, in a very like childlike way. And so I love that you use these very like beautiful, innocent things of like my, my nephew's face, my dog. And I think that so often like there's this heaviness that people think it needs to be when they think, oh, the heart versus no, this is childlike energy. That's yeah. like, this is like the, the light spirited, like what, what, what feels light and fun? Yes. Heavy and serious. <laughs> it's not supposed to be all that serious. I get guidance all the time that like we as humans, we make things so complex when it's never intended to be that way. And in the lighter and the more play you can invoke within yourself and every day will help you to see the possibilities. Because if you look at the emotional scale, you know, the highest on the emotional scale is love. It's joy. It's appreciation. It's gratitude. Right. And, and so how are we going to get there, right? Well, we're not going to get there by holding a lot of resistance. We're not going to get there by hanging out in kind of the lower energies that are lower on the scale, right? And so like, what's the quickest way for you to get up there, right? Think of something that does bring you that joy. And I just, I just keep getting all the time, like, it's not this freaking serious as y'all are making it down there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not. And I mean, there's also seasons, right? Because there's sometimes like there's things that are really serious in our life that is right. Really, you know, and I feel like there's that's when like the duality of like, I'm just picturing like my heart space being like a yin and yang right now. <laughs> Where like there's the light, there's the dark and it's like different energies are appropriate for different times. And right. it's, yeah, there, I don't even know who said it or if I'm downloaded it or whatever, but just being able to be okay with whatever the emotion is that, yeah. Well, that's actually the way it shifts is by allowing yourself. This isn't about like avoiding what you're feeling at all. Cause that's not what I teach. Um, th- that would probably be a whole nother topic, but, um, feel what you need to feel because that might be the, actually the gateway to you actually getting into your heart. This isn't about like suppressing anything that you're, that you're feeling. Right. Um, cause sometimes that is the key to expansion, right. Is to actually take a look at what's been holding you back from being in your heart. Maybe there's something that's standing in the way of you getting into that space. Sorry to interrupt you, by the way, uh, but I was just like getting that. Yeah, no, it's okay. And that's such a good point of like being able to open that up because it's almost like, well, I remember in the, I used to, so I, okay, let me back up. I'm getting so excited right now. <laughs> I used to live in Peru and it's very like ayahuasca is a very uh, like normalized um, ceremony. You know, people, it's not, um, it's, it's, it's well known. And I was terrified. I was like, there's no way I want to do that. And it's because I had never done the inner work. So I had such a heavy feeling around things from the past that I wouldn't approach it in a lighthearted way of like, well, it's okay. It's okay. You're safe. You're okay. And so I think there's like, I look back at, well, what was stopping me from opening up my heart? And there was a fear I don't know that maybe it was too painful to relive. And then later there were times I, I personal development, like meditation, sound baths, where I could literally feel my heart opening, where it'd be like a flood of emotions. It's almost painful, but in a way that was beautiful. Like this just huge release. 
And so, you know, it's like for people listening, I want them to know that you can, I guess, what would it be? What's the verbiage? Like transmuting the heaviness into a light energy, you know, it's being able to shift. Right. And the whole thing is like, we can experience an instant healing through the heart. Like even in the times when things are more difficult, right? Like we don't have to actually stay stuck there for very long. Because when we actually get back into the heart, we experience an instant transmutation of that. Like healing actually happens when we're in our hearts. An instant healing can happen when we are in our hearts. Like I get that guidance all the time. Like the heart only knows the healing, right? Um, And so like even in those low moments, it's like how to get into your heart then. Like this would be a different way to step into your heart, right? is to pour love on whatever wound is being touched by the world, whether someone triggers you with something or something happens or pain from the past. The quickest way to heal anything is through your heart. And so it's how can you pour love on that situation? So for example, like if, if something happens to you, let's say like you got your heart broken or that, that happened, it's knowing and understanding that there's so much more at play, right? There's so much more at play than what we can actually see, right? And if that happened to you, it's actually helping you. It's actually helping you to grow. It's helping you to, it's giving you an opportunity to love yourself more, to learn how to love yourself and not seek that from someone outside of you, right? It's an opportunity for you to give that love to yourself and find wholeness within yourself, not in another person, Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Last like the last three years have really been that. When I realized, I was like, "What self worth, self love?" I. It's almost like those concepts seemed so basic, and I had didn't even realize how much of it was lacking in my own life. Where I was like, "Whoa, yeah." Have yeah. been my results. That's happened because of me treating myself this way and allowing this. There was so much allowing that I was letting happen, that it was like, this is not, this is not the highest version of me. This is not like, I would never recommend this to anyone else. So why am I allowing this in my own life? Right. Yeah, totally. Yes. And it's like, we don't see that sometimes, but it all comes back to ourselves. And so then from there, right, it's like taking a look and how, how can we be more compassionate with ourselves and also, how can we be more compassionate with others? Because if someone isn't able to give you the love that you deserve in a partnership, then maybe that's happening for you, one. And maybe that's happening through you to learn. And also, have compassion for that person with whatever is going on with them because nothing is ever actually truly personal. Nothing ever actually is truly personal. Even things that have happened with our parents in the past and things like that. It's having compassion for other people. People are only showing up how they are showing up for themselves, right? And so it's about really like letting go of everything outside of us and coming back to love and coming back to that within ourselves. And that's when things will change. That's when things will truly change because then you'll start to look at those people differently. Then instead of saying, why'd you do this to me? You just have compassion for them because of not because you're better than them. It's just that you understand what's going on in this tapestry of life. You understand that this, they're on a journey too. You understand that where, from where they're at, that's all they're able to give from the pain that they've, that they're, that's going on within them that they haven't healed from. Right. Everyone's on their own journey. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 
Have you ever read The Mastery of Love? Is that by Don Miguel Ruiz? I haven't, but I've heard of it. There's a part of the book that he talks about how we have like a threshold for what we'll put up with. And if our threshold for self beat up or our, our limit for self beat up is really high, you know, like we'll beat ourselves up internally. Yeah. Maybe even being a cycle or a loop, not even really consciously realizing how hard we're being on ourselves, then we will allow other people to also beat us up to the extent to which we beat ourselves up. And so as we lower our tolerance for self beat up or for people treating, or like, you know, the more we treat ourselves better, the lower tolerance we will have for other people treating us that way. And it was just like so eye opening to realize, huh, I can never fully blame anyone for anything because I allow it. To an extent, I know that there's, like, as I say that out loud, I'm thinking of, like, really awful things that have happened to people that I would never say they allowed that, you know, like, the extremity of things. But in relationships that are, I don't know, it's just interesting, like, like, a lot of what you were saying of the self-love of the more I had compassion with myself it just became this easy kind of, it it was easy to have compassion for other people because it all came back to me. Yes, it does. Yes. Oh my God. I have chills because that's, that's the whole point. Like if you are compassionate towards yourself, then you're able to now offer that to others. You're able to now meet them there as well because you're giving that to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this deep loving understanding of like, Oh, we're in this human experience, everything. And I think that the thing that makes it, easy is having an embodied belief that everything happens for us. Yeah. And that is what was almost like this key that unlocked so much for me of like truly believing everything happens for me. Um, that took me a while. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Because the things that are happening are just showing you what needs to be healed right? So anytime we get triggered or an an experience happens, it's showing you what needs to be further loved on and what story needs to be let go of because everything is a reflection. Ah, I love that. What stories need to be let go of. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I attracted this again. Okay. There's still a story running somewhere about this. And this is why it's played out this way. And it's just information. I'm not going to get hard on myself. I'm going to say, oh, got it. Okay. Apparently there's a story running about this somewhere and I need to go take a look within myself mm-hmm. tear that shit up move forward yeah tear that shit up is that what you said <laughs> yeah tear that shit up <laughs> yeah, with love of course with love with love yeah and I just think of like the archetypes of like a queen you know like a queen will command the things that she needs but she also will behead you if you cross her <laughs> in a sense of like, I'm not saying that being like a literal thing, but like there's this deep sense of like respect that she has for herself and what she will tolerate and not tolerate in her life or what she's calling into her life. And like, I like kind of playing around with those archetypes of like embodying like, Hmm, what about the medicine woman side of me? What about the like warrior inside of me? What about the lover inside of me? Like yeah. all of these different aspects and they all do really come from, that heart energy at the end of the day. Yes, they do. It's so good. So good. And it's knowing, I just got like this wave of love flow through me. Let's take a breath in. 
it's knowing like, oh, I just got this wave of love and I'm feeling now emotional. It's like when we don't settle, like when we choose to really live from the heart and go for what we want and keep going, there's going to be challenges that pop up that we have to move through, right? There's going to be things that trigger us, that trigger these stories that we've been talking about to let go of. But we're eventually going to get there if we just keep going. And for some reason, it's like making me want to cry right now. It's just like, so I don't know if this just release needs to happen for someone, for you, for me, for all of us. It's like, we are eventually going to get every single thing that we desire. The only way that we won't is if we settle. The only way that we won't is if we stay stuck on the loop and in the stories, you know? And what, what's meant to be like for love and for all of this is going to happen. It's going to happen. We can't miss it. We really truly can't miss it. The only way we can miss it is if we stay stuck, right? Cause it's like, I'm being shown like our old stories kind of keep like a haze around us of what's possible when like, what is the magic on the other side of that? You know, but we're so, we are so loved. And so it's coming back to that. But I literally just felt like this wave, like passed through my heart <laughs> for everyone. I don't know if you felt it. I did. I felt it completely. And especially when you said the only way you stay stuck is if you settle. Yeah, it is. I see so many people settling for relationships, settling for jobs that they hate, settling for that because they're so scared. They're so scared to step out of their own way and out of their own comfort zone. And they're scared to follow their heart because they're afraid of being disappointed. They're afraid of that. But we came here to transcend that, you know, and us as leaders, Kelsey, who have stepped out and done this, whoever's listening to this, it, it, I can tell you for, for dang sure that Kelsey and I hasn't been easy for us to get to where we are today necessarily until we learn how to make it easier of course which is why we're sharing with everyone how how it could be a little bit easier to get you know to step forward on this human journey and to be an example of what's possible but like i've had to face so many stories i've had to face so many things come up for me to get to this very moment right and to my next level there's things that come up right that we have to move through to get to our next level and it gets easier every single time because we can remind ourselves of like how this works, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes we look at other people outside of us and we say, oh my God, it must have just been so easy for her and it's not working for me. So it must just not be meant for me. No, like girls, I've like, there's been tears, there's been hard times, there's been so many things that like I could have easily said, okay, then I give up. But it was never an option because it comes back to that word devotion, right? Of being so devoted to like this path and this journey that it's going to work out regardless, no matter what. Yeah. Choosing that. Choosing that. And being devoted to showing up even when you don't even know what is about to flow through. That's like, I think, been a huge, like that's been the embodiment of trust for me is being willing to sit down to do, to do the work that I can feel myself wanting to do instead of and not letting like the fear or whatever else or old stories that are coming up stop me from being the channel for spirit 
and and I and I want like everyone to listening to realize that they are a channel for spirit to flow through yeah. if the heart is open and the channel is the heart. So yes. anything that's blocked in the heart is blocking that spirit coming through. Like the inspiration is being in spirit. And so if you're feeling yes. a block on creation or inspiration or just having that playful feminine energy, what are you not allowing yourself to feel? Yeah. And like knowing that that emotional scale exists, right? There's so many of those different emotions that they all exist for something. It's not that any of them are bad or taboo. And I've, I've, I've had times in my life where I'm like, ah, oh, I classified myself as the bubbly, happy person. So there's like this internal voice saying, you shouldn't be feeling this way. And I think that's like one of the most dangerous things that we can do for ourselves and for our own self-love is to shame ourselves for feeling an emotion instead of letting that energy be. Yeah. Just let it flow through. Yes. yes. Let it pass through. Yes. Instead of grab a hold of it and create a story around it or shove it away or shame ourselves, give yourself a moment to just sit with it and feel it. Because what if it's just coming up to leave? What if you're literally just, there's energy that's exiting your body so that you can expand. That's how I see it. So like, sit with it. Love it. Again, love it. Pour love on that feeling. Let it be there for a minute. Sit with it. Hug it. Hold it. Give it a little squeeze, you know, and feel it. It's okay. It's okay. Go scream into a pillow. Go stomp, oh, I love go that. stomp your feet. Uh-huh. Cry. Sometimes I'll sit down and I'm like, okay, I just need a really good cry. Like I feel something in my heart. And I remember I was in Sedona and I felt like all these feelings come up. I went on a solo trip to Sedona a few months ago and all of a sudden I felt like I just wanted to leave. I felt lonely all of a sudden. And Sedona is a really powerful place energetically. So sometimes yeah, so many complexes there. It amplifies things in your being, right? So you've got to like, yeah, be prepared because there's high highs, but there's things that can come up. And so something came up for me about being alone. I spent an extra day there and I'm like, nope, I'm not going to let this ruin my last day here. So what is it, Amanda? Like, why do you feel alone right now? And is that true? You know, like 10 seconds ago, you were smiling, happy, and now like you're in despair. So what's happening? And I literally, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know what? I'm sweet talking myself. I'm like, girl, you cry. Just cry. You're, it's okay. It's safe to cry. It's safe to feel this way. It's okay to feel alone. It's okay to feel, it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling right now. I'm like, okay, I'm going to cry. Girl, I literally was like, <laughs> for two seconds, I had like two tears come down my face and whatever it was passed right through and it was gone. And I could have sat with the feeling all day or like, been like, oh, kept playing in that story of I'm stuck. I'm not feeling well. And blah, 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 blah. Or I could just stop, pause, sit with it, love on it, let it do its thing. And it literally passed like that. I could have let that feeling spiral. It could have been two days, three days, a week, a month, if I would have let it. Now, I don't let things go that far anymore these days because of my nature of my work and what I teach and share. Um, I, it's important for me to walk my talk fully. Um, yeah. And some days are easier than others. But yeah, literally, that's all it took for me to move it. And I love, I love that so much. You've given your, it's almost like you've given your heart, soul, your mind, your psyche permission to feel anything you want to feel. So when no emotions are taboo, they're able to flow through. They're able to be like transformed, right? The information is changed to what it means for you. And so I'm so glad that you shared that of like kind of what your process is that it normally is 
like in the past, there's been times, and I totally relate with this. I call it the rabbit hole. I'm like, don't ever go down the rabbit hole. You can look mm -hmm. at it, you can see it, you can love on it. Yeah. On it. It's there. It's an option, but you're going to have to pull yourself out of it. So why? Yeah. And if you, if you look, if you look a little too far into the rabbit hole and you fall in, it's harder to climb out than it is mm -hmm. to, right? And then it's like, you're not depressed. You just let one negative thought spiral into all. And then it's like, it's kind of like complainers, you know, like in, in people at work or people around you, complainers always find complainers. They all gather and, <laughs> and like get together and like, they all like bond over it. I feel like that same thing can happen in our emotions. Yes. It's that emotion. It'll try and find all the other reasons to be sad and they'll hang out and gang up on you. <laughs> and they're all, all those complainers. They're hanging out in the rabbit hole. <laughs> that's where they go oh that's where yeah. they go to continue manifesting shitty stuff in their lives yes right that we're manifesting no matter what it's just whether or not we're manifesting things we want or don't want but we're always in a state of manifestation yeah so do you want to like jump in the rabbit hole and swim around in some crap <laughs> or do you want yeah, i call it sitting in your shit do you want <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that but i'm like is, is should I say that on this podcast? Yeah. Do you want to take a swim in your own shit or, right? Or, 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 right? Or just take a moment to be with it and to let it walk through and walk by. And some days it's going to be easier than others. Yeah. The moments it's going to be quicker than others. Sometimes it'll be, you know, depending on the level of what's coming up. Yeah. But it's perfect. It's, it's coming up to expand us. Mm -hmm. I celebrate. It's like celebrate when it comes up. Celebrate! Holy shit! This is what's coming up to leave. Yes, this yeah. story is what's coming up to leave. This story of I'm not good enough. Yes, thank you for peeking your head out of the curtain because you're you're letting me know that you're ready to transform. So I'm here for it. Let's do it. Mm, I like that. Yes, yeah. I do something similar where if something bad happens, just to kind of confuse my mind, I'm like. Yes. <laughs> so it's kind of a similar thing, like that you're just saying of like, yes, thank you for showing me things that I didn't realize was happening. Yeah. Or something that I, a story that I didn't realize was buried. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's, and it comes back down to the devotion, right? Of being willing to, and also mindfulness, like being willing to slow down enough to even have the, the process of these thoughts versus what is the next thing I need to do, right? I think that's one of the biggest things with feminine leadership is getting out of the, the do addiction. Lean back and be, and to trust your guidance, to trust what you're being given to do and inspired to do, like you said, in spirit, being more aligned with that and what you're inspired to do rather what, than what you think you should do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the authenticity part too of like, is this what I want? Yeah. And do I want this because someone else told me that's what success is? Like, that's the loop I was stuck in with corporate. I was like, I did all the things everyone said is supposed to equal success and I'm not happy. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I felt like let down. <laughs> yeah, because that can only come from within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for the woman out there that is in transition, following her dreams learning how to trust the universe, trust that miracles are possible and that she's capable of manifesting and creating and birthing anything in her life she would like to. What message do you think she needs to hear? Ooh, she needs to hear so many freaking things. Well, first I want to affirm just because I've been there that 
whatever dream that you have right now, whatever you've written down in your journal, whatever's popping up for you that's in your heart, it is an actual vision from your higher self. It's an actual vision of what you're being pulled into saying yes to. And you don't need to know how it is going to happen. This is where we get in our own way. But what you do need to do is take the action forward. What you do need to do is to show up every day like your heart is on fire. Fall in love with the vision so much that it pulls you out of bed every single morning and take action from that place of inspiration every single day. And it's okay if you get stuck in your head. It is okay if the fears pop up. Instead of jumping into the rabbit hole and swimming with them, it's an opportunity for you to love on them, to let them know that you're moving forward anyways, you're doing this anyways regardless and that they can come with you, but you're doing this anyways. And from that space, one foot in front of the next, one step in front of the next. Don't get so caught up in the big mountain that you've got to climb. One step in front of the next. And have as much fun as you freaking possibly can along the way because it's actually gonna help things shift quicker. It's going to help the possibilities to line up quicker the more you're just having fun. And I wanna go back to, because I'm being shown the word devotion again, of being so devoted to that vision that you must have it, that it's a no-brainer, that it's going to happen. Decide that no matter what, it's happening. It's happening no matter what. It's just a matter of you continuing to step and move forward and hold the vision. It's like hold the vision and trust the process. Hold the vision and trust the process and believe in your damn self. Like that is number one is like that I teach is believing in yourself. Getting into your heart, part of that is owning that you are worthy of this vision. And you're worthy of this vision, of course, because it's also not just about you. It's about everyone else that can be impacted by your vision. And if maybe that's just if you're like, well, I'm not a coach, teacher, healer, or service-based, you know, just you being happy, you being in an amazing vibration is helping to heal the planet. Mm. Yeah. I love that. That's what I'm getting. I mean, there's so much, but start there. Beautiful. (laughs) I almost started crying. Oh, seriously. Mm -hmm. Trust the process. Hold the vision. Stay in the step you're in. Avoids a lot of anxiety. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And it's like, how can you just fall in love with this moment now? with every moment because this is the only moment that we know we have for sure is now it really is enough and that translates into the belief that that i am enough you are enough you listening you are enough right if we let the moment be enough we are saying to spirit that we believe we are enough Ooh, i love that yeah and and there's so many nuggets in this episode, but it's like, and when we are in that moment, that's when everything shifts because we're not stuck on like, what's not working, what's not happening. What's not, we're just accepting, loving, honoring the moment, loving and honoring ourselves. I truly believe that is the gateway to everything that we desire. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to be somewhere else. We're not trying to be somewhere else and we own love and honor the moment. Then so many different other things can align. That's when magic can creep in. Miracles can creep in because we're being that energy of love today. Yeah. And we're like looking to the future. It's like, we're saying it's not enough today. Like it's not, something's not enough. And when we're not enough, that's lack and scarcity. Mm-hmm. And that's where the trust comes in again, right? Cause we're holding the vision for, 
and it's it's holding the vision and believing that it's already done because or else like that was something that was confusing for me for a while was how do I hold the vision while also giving this utter gratitude for exactly where I'm at, right? Staying and trusting the process, but also having that future forecasted vision of where you're, you're going, where I'm going. What is that for you? For me, what I'm creating in this world is I want women to believe in themselves, to yeah. believe that they can co-create with spirit to tap into this energy of creating heaven on earth. Yes. Moment by moment, day by day, week by week, whatever's going on in your experience and knowing that things are going to happen that are going to disrupt everything that we know to be true. And so my vision is to teach women how to become comfortable with the uncomfortable, how to love on those moments of dissonance versus shame or or throw a pity party or sit on their shit and like, you know, being able to use that moment to dance with it and like dance, just like physically dancing has been a huge therapy and release. Yes, me too. Nice. Yeah. Cause like for a long time I didn't fully let myself have that movement and experience. But now like, I literally feel like my spinal cord is this like access for like spirit to run through. And whenever I'm really feeling inspired by something, I can feel my spine wanting to start to like move. And like, I can feel my body starting to be taken over and I want women and men. But the thing I've been really called towards women lately, I can definitely feel it in the field that I will be serving men in some capacity. Well, I guess I already get to through Instagram stories. I have a lot of people that watch through there. But I get to show them that I'm not any different from them. If they want to backpack around Europe, they can do it. If they want to go teach English in a foreign country, they can do it. I'm not different from anyone else. It is all accessible. And I want the world to know that they have the same access to the things they desire. They have access to things just the way everyone else does. Like we have the same access to money that anyone else does. We have the same access to amazing men or amazing women, whatever you're into, you know? And my vision is to create sisterhood as well. Yeah. Sisterhood. I've grown exponentially from being around other people that are not like me that pull out different sides of my shadow that I had never looked at. And I think that there's something so beautiful around being with like-minded people, but even being with like-minded people, there's still things that are different. That's what makes us unique. That's what's like beautiful. And I, my vision is to create these incubators, to create these curated environments for women to be able to understand even more about themselves, have a deeper level of compassion and self-love because of having deeper compassion and self-love for other people and learning how to give and receive this, this beautiful energy of love that's available to all of us. And it's kind of, there's another analogy, Don Miguel Luis calls it our magic kitchen, that each of us, our heart is a magic kitchen that can create endless amounts of delicious food whatever, anything you want, anything you want can be created. But if you're depending on someone else to bring you food every day, you're depending on the love from someone else to bring to you, you're, you're neglecting your magical kitchen, which is the heart. This, this magical place that can literally create an abundance of anything. There's an abundance of time, an abundance of even just this, the idea of time, like what the hell is time? You know, like, but being able to believe that anything is available, accessible, 
and you are worthy of all of it. Yes. There's nothing you need to do to prove you are worthy of it. You know, there's maybe the woman you're, so creating a heaven on earth, becoming, unbecoming, learning, unlearning, anything that aligns you closer to your highest self so you can be a channel for that co-creation that the muse is trying to whisper in your ear. Beautiful. Mm. That's my vision. <laughs> I love it, girl. So beautiful. I want to open up the hearts of all the creators that don't classify themselves as artists, but universe knows they are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Drop mm. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I left and came back for a second. <laughs> I'd love to hear too. What is, what is your vision? Yeah. Whew. Well, I'll share with you like a little vision that I had when I was writing the proposal for my book is I was shown this, this goddess actually, cause I get shown these visions all the time. Um, and I was shown this beautiful goddess that stepped forward and she called herself the goddess of worth. And this literally like was so profound. I was literally snot crying after this vision. And she led me down this staircase. And so I was just sinking into this vision. And as she took me down the staircase, I saw like this big portal and this big portal um, was lined with what looked like, um, like ruby crystals. It looked like it was lined with crystals, but when I looked for, when I looked closer, they were human, they were hearts. And so she told me that my book, that my work is actually gift, giving people new hearts. It's giving them a new heart that it's actually upgrading their heart because I've done it for myself. And now it's a gift that I'm able to offer others. And it doesn't mean that the heart that they have isn't, isn't enough, but it's like giving them like, when I say this, it's really about like healing from all the things that have been in your heart that are not you, that are not you, right? All the pain, the disappointment, the hurt, the trauma, the, all of that. It's about being able to gift them this new version of themselves so that they, then they can actually live their life on fire in their heart, you know, and finally feel awake to life, finally feel alive, finally feel inspired, finally feel abundant, finally feel all of those things. And because I've been able to heal that from within myself, that this was the gift that I came here to offer the world is massive healing. And of course, to live as your highest and your best self. You know, what if this is your, you know, for all the people that believe in reincarnation and multiple lifetimes, like, what if this is your last lifetime and you don't know that? How would you wish you would have lived your life, right? And what, or for other people who maybe don't believe that, what if this is the last year of your life? How would you wish that you would live this year knowing that you had one year left to experience life? For me, like, I want to be in my highest expression and live to the fullest in every way, like the highest of love, the highest of being in service, the highest amount of people that I can impact. Because why not? If we can create anything and everything, why would we choose to settle for less than what, what's in our heart? And like, that's what's in my heart, you know? And so like, I felt that energy drop in and I was literally snot crying. And ever since then, I was just being shown that it's more of like a diamond heart that I'm actually helping people to embody their, their diamond heart, which is more of like Christ consciousness and all of that, all of that energy. I don't talk about that a ton in my work, but it's what flows through me quite often. 
Um, so yeah, that's, that's my overall mission of what I came here to do. And by doing that, you know, that's why I talk about the heart so much because it truly is the portal to everything. Like it's the portal to our highest self. It's the portal to the dreams. It's a portal to spirit. It's the portal to your intuitive gifts opening. It's a portal to growing your business. It's everything is right here. So if I can help you to step in and upgrade that and be in your highest heart, that's when literally you can, we can create heaven on earth, which is a similar thing that I was given is to create heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you said that really stood out was that people can experience an emotion, but they are not that emotion, right? right. This is not you. You are not that. That's the energy running through you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not who you truly are. It's not truly your soul's essence, right? It's just a part of the human experience and a part of what's coming up to be healed. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. So much for having me. It's been awesome talking to you, girl. Oh, it's been awesome. And you guys, I'm going to put her Instagram in the show notes. Is there any other way or anything else you'd like to share with the people listening? I can put links to anything in the show. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I actually have a live event that's coming up on 11-22, which I didn't plan that angel number date, but 11-22 to eleven twenty four is called Goddess and Fire, where we're actually going to be embodying what I just shared with you about the heart and upgrading and give upgrading you into this beautiful heart that wants to come online for you in your life and it's the key to everything it's the key to healing it's the key to stepping into your dreams it's the foundation it's foundation for everything if you don't have this in place and nothing else is going to flow right so i have that event that's coming up that you can go to amandamerit.com and it's right on my front page um and where's then the at? wait what's up where's the event at Oh, it's in San Diego. Thank you for asking. It's in San Diego at Rancho Bernardo Inn, um, which is kind of like Escondido area. It's in a beautiful, beautiful luxury resort. Um, So very, very excited about that. And then of course, if anyone feels called to become a coach themselves, I offer that training and the next group starts in January. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. Okay, final thing. I'm going to have you complete the sentence, okay? Self-love is... showing up for yourself every day in the way that you need to be loved Mm, so beautiful thank you so much for joining us and for being with me today and for doing what you do and loving how you love thank you thank you so much it's been a pleasure thank you guys for listening joyfully you podcast i'm your host kelsey Lowe, and we will catch you on the next episode